the first step of being a podcaster is basically just having really strong opinions on everything. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, you want to hear a, a, a strong opinion. I've formed this. My daughter is turning uh, 10 next month. Um, and, and I just, I remember I had this fleeting thought uh, years ago and I was like, no, that's wrong. Never say that. And I had this fleeting thought and it's been popping back up. And I'm like, no, that's an intrusive thought. That's just like, you know, mental unwellness, whatever. And I'm just going to say it because it's true. Is that kids are stupid. Yeah. Kids are just absolutely stupid. <laughs> you know, you, you get these people on Pinterest or these people on Instagram or on Twitter. And, and they want to make this stuff up about uh, the wisdom of children. Like, wow, you know. Uh, my four-year-old uh, Jeldon looked at me and said, uh, Daddy, why is uh, Donald Trump such a dotard? <laughs> and uh, no, no, kids don't say that. Well, they'll, Kids they'll, don't say that. They'll say stuff like that. They come to an age where they will say stuff like that to impress you. You know, if oh, they yeah, hear yeah. you running around saying this, Donald Trump... He's a real piece of work. <laughs> then they'll end up saying it to you to impress you at a point. Oh yeah. I, I, but I will tell you this: my daughter is fourteen, going to be fourteen next month. Yeah. She's not interested at all in impressing me. Oh no. <laughs> she almost. No. <laughs> she almost died. Like there are times where you're like, oh, I think she might hate me actually. <laughs> <laughs> but but like uh, yeah that like. I always had trouble, like when we were doing podcasts with her, it was, it was sort of like you'd ask her a question and she would just say no. The answer, if, if the answer was no, she would just say no and not, not re, like go with it. And it's, oh yeah. It's like yeah. if you're doing a, like if you're doing recorded like conversations, you just have to talk. You can't not, you can't just say no and not talk. That's like, oh, I think that's yeah, the first yeah. rule of comedy is not always say yes. You you no you you have to keep bullshitting. That's the thing. You and I think it's I think it's very valuable to teach your kids to bullshit because you can like bullshit on a little essay, bullshit on a little homework, whatever. It's important to to let to allow them or to give them, you know, the idea that they should do such a thing. It's the most important job skill when you get like it, being able to bullshit and schmooze is like a very important job skill. Oh god. Unless you're like a like I was just talking about this to my wife, but like there are a lot of like if you're a white dude a lot of times with a college degree that comes from like a middle class family, the only thing you really have to be able to do is sit at a desk for 10 years until they make you a director. Oh god, yeah. No, if you dude, if you can't you just get the position and you just fucking hang out there and <laughs> Uh, I am so I am so awful at schmoozing. Like I just never ever like it was only like and, and I mean I'm the same age you are. I'm almost forty, and uh, I almost it, it, maybe in the last year I was like you know I should like reach out to people in the same field <laughs> as me and like. Just reach out and say hi and just do a little networking. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> just like, talk to somebody else, one of my peers. <laughs> right, right. No, and I'm so I'm so fucking bad at it. Like I and I I know a lot of people. I'll go online, I'll talk to a lot of people, but so much of it is just like 
me bullshitting and fucking around. Like, there's people online where, like, I, I've had them in my contacts or whatever for two, three, four years. And, like, the only conversations we ever really have at length are me being, like, law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same. I'm, I'm like... I'm, like, nervous to cut because, like, I think part of that is uh, imposters. Part of mine is imposters syndrome, as oh, they yeah. call it. Yeah. Where it's, like, I don't want to contact somebody that I think is a peer and have them be, like, you're not think of me as a peer. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, this absolutely. fan is bothering me. And I'm, like, God damn, man. I'm just asking you to do my thing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, my God, it's the worst, dude. There's nothing that's worse for your self-esteem than, like, talk, like talking to somebody and, like, for me, like, just just hollering at somebody online, being like, this is cool, what's up, whatever. Uh, there's nothing worse than hollering at somebody online and having them come back and be like, having them come back and talk to you like a fan yeah like dude that sucks so bad dude when you're like when you're like oh hey whatever cool and they're like well go ahead and sign up for the mailing list (laughs) (laughs) one of the first one of the last times me and brett did stand up at an open mic with when we were doing open mics yeah one of the last times we we were sitting like nobody ever talked to us. None of the other comedians talked to us. And my theory is because we were doing something so weird. Like we were doing stand up, traditional stand up comedy, but we were doing, we were hitting subjects that just aren't normal. So they kind of just thought we were dipshits, I think. You know, not following the rules of yeah. stand up where you got to talk about your dick and farting and jerking off and how women are different from men you know what i mean yeah how la is different from new york and shit (laughs) but um this guy came up to us and like finally one of these comics one of the main comics one of the guys that runs a fucking like one of the guys that runs a show comes up to us and starts talking to us and I'm like, oh, holy shit, you know, finally some respect. And, and, you know, we're riffing with each other and shit like that. We're all sitting there and we're like kind of, you know, doing what comedians, like doing what we think comedians do when they hang out. And then this dude, it's his time to go up on stage. He does all the material that he just did to us in that conversation on oh, stage. no. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is brutal. That is brutal. It just felt like that was one of the times where I was like, let's just not do this anymore. Like, this Oh, is- yeah. No, that's awful. That is that is awful. It seems like, though, it seems like a lot of stand-ups do their material on everybody. That's the impression I got when I was doing a lot of stand-up was that, like, they're just constantly testing their jokes on you. But it's like, man, when you're talking to one of your peers, maybe just have an organic conversation. Don't work through your material. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't think I could talk to somebody that was, like, doing material to me. Like, I think that would be really alienating to me if I were talking to somebody and then that ended up being material. Like, when you're just – when you're having a personal conversation with somebody – and they are saying weird shit, and and I don't know if you've ever done this, but I have just on a few occasions, not very often, because I really don't like it, uh, uh, had an event, 
and I don't do live events like you and Brett do. But uh, we have in the past had like a little table somewhere. We've sold shirts. We've sold merchandise, whatever. And somebody will come up to the table and they – and I also just – I'm going to throw this out first. I also feel really bad because I know they feel like they have to rehearse something. But they'll come up and they'll say something weird to me like to try to – I don't know, to try to provoke a reaction or they've come up with some script in their head. And I understand it because that's like social anxiety and it's whatever and you're meeting me and you're like, oh, I've looked at this guy's – dumb shit on the internet and I don't think he's a dumb shit for some reason and I am but you know they come up and they'll say something weird and then I'll be like oh okay cool beans <laughs> and they're I like do. fuck it's not I'm, he's going off script I'm going off script I don't know what to do and, it, and it's uh, it's really rough and I don't like um, I don't like doing events like that because I think it puts people in such a weird mindset that they can't have like a legitimate conversation with. Yeah, because you go out and you're sort of like I'm I mean you say you're not a dumb like basically what you're saying really about yourself and this is what I say about myself is like I'm a completely fucking normal person in every way except for sometimes I stand on a stage and tell jokes, right? Yeah, you know, I'm yeah, like yeah. just like just like you get up every day and you go through a routine and then you get to the end of the day and you go to bed and like I, all that same stuff occurs, right? Like we don't have that much different of a life, but they build up your life. I like when they you we don't realize that like you know you've given people comics for years I've given podcasts for like seven years right is that like right. we give them a lot of information to build on and then something gets built in their head and like it's like no just talk just don't like just all that I'm interested in what you have to tell me there's if there's one thing creators like is that having people tell them what they like about their stuff. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a guy one time. Yeah, absolutely. In Baltimore at the end of the show, like a lot of guys will line up when I, you've been to our shows. Like, so at the end of, yeah. at the end of the set, a lot of times we pack our stuff on stage and people come up and talk to us and we'll like hang around the bar. And this guy, you know, Brett and I basically separate as soon as it's over. Like we talk on stage, we talk all the time. So when we're at a show, we kind of, you know, one of us goes one way, one of us goes the other way. And we just, we just talk to people, you know? And this guy walked up to me and he was like, uh, Hey, uh, ask me if he asked me a few questions. And like, I had a conversation with him. He's like, Oh, I got to go over there and talk to Brett. And I'm like, yeah, go over there. And he's like, I want to tell him, man, he looks like this Nazi I went to high school with. <laughs> and I was like, I no. wouldn't tell him that. Like, you don't need to tell no. Brett that. <laughs> no, that's so... No, and it and it sucks because people, I, I, I think a lot of people... Um, you know, feel anxious or whatever, and they don't, they don't know what to say. Um, and for, for those out there, uh, uh, Brian and Brett from Street Fighter, absolutely normal, really super nice guys. And I swear to God, they're, uh, they're real people just like everybody else, just like you and me. And, uh, well, you see, know, we're if, ultra normal. I think the thing about us is that I feel like we're ultra normal. If you hang yeah, out with me yeah. outside of, online if you hang out with me outside of a podcast or online like i'm a normie 
Like, as people call them. Like, I watch TV. My wife isn't on the internet. I fucking have pictures of my daughter on my mantle in my living room. I do remodeling on my apartment. You know what I mean? I'm like your dad, basically. Just think of me as, like, your dad. Because that's how I live my life. No, absolutely. And and this is funny. I had somebody once say to me... um, and I think I'm overstating the case because, like, nobody really gives a shit about me. But uh, when, somebody once said to me, I, I posted something, and it was something humorous uh, about my kid, whatever. And they said, oh, I, I you know, I, I wish you were my dad. And I was like, you don't. You don't <laughs> wish I was your dad because I won't put up with your bullshit. Like, <laughs> you probably think that I'm, like, Mr. Permissive. But here's the thing is, like, I make my kid read. She has, like, a limited screen time. Because you know what? You guys fuck around. All y'all on the internet fuck around so much. And you put so much weird shit on there. And there's, like, furries and shit. And there's, like, uh, fucking... You know, if you Google search and you don't... And, and I had to change all the settings. So it's, like, ultra safe setting. And, listen, you guys fucked up the internet so bad. I had to put my kid on Bing. She can't use Google. She has to use Bing because the safe searches are better and she looks up Pokemon, okay? So you guys fucked up the internet so bad that she can't look up Pokemon on Google because it's Pokemon fucking. Yeah, Pokemon right? porn is all Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, no, I'm not fucking... I, I'm a... a, a like as much as it probably sucks like I'm an authoritative dad and I like make my kid do her homework and I'll tell her I'll be like look we both know this is bullshit but you have to do it because you have to get used to bullshit because the entire world is bullshit like you just have to get used to it I'm not not saying that, that the homework's important I'm not saying your teacher's important I'm saying that you have to do it because that's the way that literally everything works. <laughs> so you have to get used to it. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of the. I'm not authoritative, really. Uh, I, but I have had people say, "I wish my parents, my dad was like you." But it's like, yeah, you want a soft. Yeah, you know, like you just want a soft dad that you could take advantage. Of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah, it's like yeah. I somehow got lucky and got a kid that doesn't really want to do bad things yet right i mean she's right. almost 14 look i smoked i started smoking cigarettes when i was 12 and the first time i did acid was when i was 12 oh, so wow. i wow. am already more successful than my parents <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you did a good job she's a nice kid no well nice is a stretch but she is a kid <laughs> <laughs> she's really nice for a teenager